Blog Talk Radio.
I am fine. How are you? I'm doing very well. It's been so long that I've known you, and uh, I'm so glad to have you here on the program to talk about yourself and the projects uh, that you've been working on. Tell us. We're going to get right into it. Tell us about that song first. Baby, you're the one for me. Okay. Uh, Baby, you're the only one for me. I uh, probably wrote that originally in 1995, Uh if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it was a a process in getting it all recorded, and it it just sort of fell in line with the storyline of the novel, Love Changes, along with a few other songs. So that's the first release for the companion music soundtrack. Uh Where did you grow up? In the Bronx. Actually, um... Yeah, I, I grew up in the Bronx. I uh, used to live in the projects, actually. Millbrook Projects is where I grew up, and then I moved to Mitchell's, which was down the street from Millbrook. Mm. Mm, that's interesting. I didn't know you were came from there. So how did it all start? How did you actually get into uh, writing? Because you do write songs, and you do, uh, with the book that you have, you're also uh, one that can write novels and everything. But how did it start as far as being interested in, in writing? Well, I would say it originally, well, as as a child, uh, of about maybe nine, I used to read, like, a lot of different authors, and my favorite author at the time was um, Edgar Allan Poe. Mm. So I had read his whole collection when I was, like, nine years old. And uh, uh, a little bit later, when I was about maybe 12, I was accepted into uh, a very special program for, for gifted kids called uh, De La Salle Academy, which was run out of a... Immaculate Conception in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And it was there that I took poetry and journal writing, mm. which were the first two writing classes that I'd ever taken. Right. Wow, interesting. And how did it move into... Uh, now, which did you start doing first? Did you start wanting to write songs, or did you start wanting to write novels? Um, I started writing poetry first, okay. and then in the 80s, you know, as, uh, me and a group of friends, experimented with starting our own rap group and as part of the rap group I had written a series of songs uh, Mm. love songs from a 13 year old so you can imagine how imaginative I was at that age Uh, now what was your what what was your role in the group did you rap or did you just write I did both I rapped and I also wrote songs I didn't sing the songs but I wrote the songs that the girls sang (laughs) you didn't sing the songs huh? no that's an inside joke that's an inside joke (laughs) So so how did it move from, from the rap group into getting, uh, I would say, probably more serious into the writing? Well, I remember somewhere around maybe 91, 92, I had a friend who I had worked with. Uh, we were both working at the bank, and she was interested in pursuing a career in music. And at the time, I had given her, like, a, a laundry list of recommendations of exactly what she should do and how she should do it in order to break into a career in music. And she she didn't get around to recording the songs that I told her to remake or trying to mimic the sounds. But I remember at the, at the time, Soul to Soul's album, the second album had dropped. And I, I remember telling her that I felt that they had a stronger sound in their first album and they sort of strayed away from it. But their second, I said, if you, you know, if you get back into that hip-hop groove and put some R&B kind of jazzy lyrics over it, that'll kind of get you right in the vein. And, like, right after I said that, it was 
Mary J. Blige and Miss Jones and all the uh, singers that just fell right into that vein, and they all just sort of took off, and it was just a whole genre that just sort of blew up, mm-hmm. doing exactly what I kind of just suggested to my friend. Mm-hmm. So I remember also during that time, I remember thinking, you know, I would love to write um, a novel with a music soundtrack, and this was in 91, 92, but at the time, I didn't know anything about writing a novel, mm-hmm. and I wasn't really you know, a songwriter other than what I had done as a teenager. And those songs as a teenager weren't really recorded or referenced. It was just, you know, words on paper. Mm-hmm. So I had to literally just sort of learn the whole process from the very beginning, just kind of just keep going from there. So um, I just started writing songs from then, and, and one thing led to another, to another, to another. Wow. And so um, now now let me, let me, let me just tell the listeners about the inside joke. <laughs> Eartha, what, when did I meet you? Oh, probably 1996. No, it had to be before that, way before Or the that. 95. I think it was maybe 94, 95. And uh, Eartha has, I probably still has a catalog of songs that, that, she, that she's written. The thing was that she, her, how would I say, how would you say it, Eartha? Well, I hear a full, complete melody in my head, at least especially during then, but I had a, a little difficulty in relaying it. Uh, now, see, that's a very diplomatic way to say it. She had a very, she had, she had, she could not relay the message properly, and it was pretty hard. It was a, a friend of mine who actually was my manager at the time, uh, Joseph Patrick, who uh, we that's how we all met in that room on 26th Street and, uh, you know, started putting producers, writers and everything. And uh, I used to crack up sometimes because she really, like I said, she has tenacity and she doesn't quit. And she wants you to get her vision. And she will... If when I can't think of any other word, but she will embarrass herself to get that image across, and she does a real good job at it. She really does. <laughs> but but so many songs that uh, she's written, uh, you would give her a, a track, and she would uh, give her music, and she would be able to uh, write to it. And you know, once again, trying to get the melody in there, but she would really do a, a, a good job with uh, relaying the message that she wanted to me- to get across. Now, in terms of music writing, who are some of the people that have influenced you? Oh, um, I would say, uh, uh, I would definitely say, like, uh, Tina Marie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I love songs by Luther, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, uh, that, that old soul sound. Right. So anyone and everyone in that vein is, 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 is basically who I'm drawing from. Mm-hmm. And do you usually hear the music when you're writing, or do you just hear melody, or can you do both? Some people can't write unless they have music. Some people the other way around. Which kind of writer are you, or can you do both? I can do both. I can do both. Wow, that's that's yeah. good because some people can't. That's that's very good. And what about the uh, the book? How, how did the or, or should I say, is this the first idea for a book 
that you've had. I know you had the concept, but it, the love changes, the concept of this particular book, is this the first or did have you had other concepts that are maybe sitting on the shelf? Oh, um, I've had other concepts. Um, actually, Love Changes is the, the second book or the second novel that I had uh, I had written. The first novel uh, I had written by, uh, at the time I didn't have a computer and I was actually doing the writing in the computer lab. And mm. I think I had uh, 135 pages that I, I probably had typed a half an hour at a time. And wow. then one day the monkey virus got me and wow. wiped off the whole book, and I had no notes because everything I was doing was being typed into this one little computer thing, this one little, you know, uh, disk at the uh, mm-hmm. computer lab. So mm-hmm. that book was totally lost, and it would have been the equivalent of what Basketball Wives <laughs> is right, now, right. but this was back in the early 90s. Right. Wow, yeah. And, and, and the interesting thing, even the, the song itself, and I remember... Uh, you stating that you wanted that 90s sound. Uh, I don't have any of the material that I did with you that <laughs> really has that late 80s, 90s sound. But this one, uh, it's it's continued to give you that feel and give you that, that uh, the essence of that time. What made you want to put this book in that time era? Well... Uh, one, I set the, the novel in 1995 partly because um, the music sort of drove the storyline along, and it was the music from that particular time, and it was songs from the 80s and songs from the 90s that were really, really prominent and even referenced in the novel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to, to literally get permission from um, quite a few songwriters, mm-hmm. uh, and, and everyone from um, Curtis Mayfield Camp to... Um, Mary J. Blige and uh, Sean Puffy Combs and, and Leon Silvers and mm-hmm. the original uh, members, uh, the original member of the group Crystal from um, mm-hmm. 1986. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had to literally because I referenced those songs and those song lyrics and they sort of kind of play into, you know, the um, the characters' uh, mentality, so to speak. You know, no, I had no. to kind of mm-hmm. right. So tell now. Tell us uh, not about the book itself. We're going to get to that in a minute. But the mm-hmm. concept that you have and have had for all these years about the CD along with the book, with the music. I, well, I, I just had a vision of a, a, a book with a companion music soundtrack that sort of tells the story right along with the book. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the, the songs themselves would mimic what's going on in the storyline, and uh, and it it, it, it took a, a a lot of years to develop, and then mm-hmm. also to sort of um, balance it and play off of each other, you know, to make sure that each was consistent. The song lyrics sort of match the storyline, and then also the quality of each. You know, it's one it, it, it's difficult enough being a a a, a songwriter from quality and to, to try to match that with being a fiction writer of some quality it takes a lot of skill building skill building on both ends so mm-hmm. there was difficulty in just t- sort of getting to that level on each side so now will now will the songs that uh from some of the people that you mentioned p diddy uh, mary j blige will those be songs that will be a part of that concept or will there well, be other songs 
Well, um, no, these wouldn't, ne- wouldn't necessarily be a part of the music soundtrack, but in the, the text of the novel, you know, the, the, the character herself will sing Mary J. Blige's Be Happy, and she'll sing um, Crystal, Same Place, Same Time, and she'll sing Soul to Soul, uh, Keep On Moving. So, oh, so, so we would have to actually start looking for screenplay. Maybe at some point, yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to take a break, and we're going to actually play a song that does have to do with love, and uh, this song is by my brother and friend, Dr. Ronnie Song, and it's Melville Moore singing Love Is. Well, I don't think of uh, love as, uh, in this context, as emotional love. I don't think of it as uh, a weak. But I, I think of love as something strong and uh, organize itself in power of direct action.
hope and where we are met with cynicism and doubt and those who tell us that we can't, we will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. So, so that that's how the the story just 
came to be, just, you know, chapter by chapter, but all centered around and geared around the song. Mm-hmm. So so now tell us what the book is about. Tell us, the exa- you know, what is it really about. The book is about uh, a 25-year-old who's in a 10-year relationship, and she's really eager to get married. And at the same time, she has a baby, and uh, there there are differences in, in views, uh, religious views, so to speak, because the, the child's father is an atheist, and the main character herself was, was raised in a church. So, so she's gone back and forth, one, trying to get the father of her child to marry her, and then at the same time, she has a male best friend who happens to be very flirtatious. Mm. Wow. So why not read, do you have, uh, uh, I know you do, to read a couple of uh, pages of this book. Okay. Give us a little insight of it. Okay. Starts off in 1995. Mommy never minced words. Instead of saying hello, she stood on my welcome mat greeting me with an insult. You don't look good. You're not getting enough sleep. Sleep. What was that? I had 15 weeks off of maternity leave with no vacation. I spent the entire time nursing, changing diapers, grocery shopping, cooking, cleaning, doing laundry, and running back and forth to doctor's appointments, not to mention dealing with Spider. If Tebow wasn't crying, Spider was calling. They tag-teamed me. I opened my apartment door all the way, yawning. I haven't slept since March. Mommy waved her finger in my face. Talk to your boyfriend. He helped make the baby. You should help take care of him. Seeing Tebow strapped to me in a harness carrier all ready to go, she asked. Are you going out or just getting in? I was actually on my way to the laundromat, which is only empty on Tuesday night. Last wash is at 7. So I looked her straight in the eye and said, just getting in. Half the time, she left me no choice but to lie or argue. And since I didn't have time to argue, I urged myself, focus, keep my answers short and sweet, don't volunteer information. Whatever I do, don't mention anything about having keys to Dr. Snyder's brownstone. Mommy breezed by me. Her hairstyle was different. Bangs, stopped at a scab, the back tapered, a pixie cut. Judging by the curl and iron burn, she was probably at the salon this past Saturday, but her curls were still crisp. Mommy always did know how to sleep pretty. She wore the same red raspberry shade on her lips and nails. A pencil skirt and pantyhose showed off the long, curvy legs. The white tailored suit was spotless. Her snakeskin heels made quiet steps into the living room, but the keys to the new Volvo rattled until she stuffed them inside the Louis Vuitton hanging off her arm. She then felt my chaise rubbing the, the fabric as if to determine whether or not the pattern was printed on. The upholstery was ivory chiffon. The blue carnations, woven. This one is a little busy. I then pointed to the adjacent camelback sofa, solid ivory. But that one adds balance. Mommy dusted off her hands, staring at the silver mirror covering the wall over the love seat. The scroll and leaf detail was intricate. The antique frame was gleaming. When I bought it, it was all black. Polishing cloth couldn't get into the crevices, but I remembered how my nana used to clean her silver in the sink with salt, baking soda, and aluminum foil. So I lugged the mirror to my bathtub. After soaking one side at a time, there wasn't a speck of tarnish. Mommy grunted and turned. The bachelor's chest wasn't a coffee table, but it was a cute substitute. On it, I had my stack of modern bride magazines all spread out, and on opposite ends of the canter and fluted vase were both cobalt blue. The one closest to you is Mikasa. The taller, the taller one is Linux. Hallmarks are etched on the bottom. Now, I was beaming, not because of the brand names, but because of the way I used color to draw eyes to the center of the room. I tried to find matching material for floor pillows, 
the match I found was expensive silk. At Goodwill, I found curtain panels that I cut into squares of stuff, costing me next to nothing. Age linen pales in comparison, but it worked out better that only the crystal was this bold blue. That proper color was actually the effect I wanted. Mommy gravitated in that direction. Then, as if changing her mind, she drifted back to my bistro table, first drumming her fingernails on its glass and then tugging on the edge so hard the bowl of lemons on it slid around. Three wrought iron chairs with heart-shaped backs surrounded my little round table. She looked down and then back at the wall. The periwinkle paint matched the cushions perfectly. I took a swatch of the sears. They mixed the can while I waited. Watching her tip one of the chairs back, I admitted, I covered the seats myself with a power stapler. Would you like something to drink? No comment. She was ignoring me. Oh, well. Anyway, there wasn't much more. To the left, the arch and 12 linoleum tiles marked off my stove, sink, refrigerator, and 10 inches of counter space. It's the smallest kitchen ever. And down the hall, my bedroom was so tight that we barely had enough walk space between our king-size bed and the dresser. This was the Bronx, not Hoboken, and my two-and-a-half rooms on 167th Street were nothing compared to Mommy's condo. In fact, this whole apartment could probably fit in the backseat of her Volvo, but it was finally furnished and had done it myself, even if these were thrift store finds. Now, I knew Mommy was scrutinizing because she's a buyer for a furniture chain. She used to design showrooms, so I was hoping she'd comment on the, on the decor, but she zipped her purse by the padlock and sat it in a chair. She didn't utter a word. Her face contorted. I twisted my own face following her favorite fragrance, poison. And I'll stop there. <laughs> you you had me you had me really listening to the story. I was getting hyped. <laughs> but I have a book. I have my own copy. I'm gonna definitely start reading this thing again. Uh okay. let me ask you something. Is there any uh is there any are there any are the characters based on anyone in real life, so to speak? Well, I sort of Frankenstein the characters as in their bits and pieces of everyone and everything, including myself. So they're bits and pieces of me and every character and bits and pieces of everyone and every character. So it's it's just building a character I built from what was familiar. But to say that any one character was any one person, I couldn't say that because pieces came from everywhere. Right, right, right. So uh, what's next for you? Uh, next it would be uh, I'm working on actually a sequel to Love Changes Which is Chocolate Love And I'm, I'm probably about 10 chapters in uh-huh. And I'm also Working on a third novel Which is called Funny Bone Funny Bone So we're talking about 20 years <laughs> No <laughs> <laughs> It took me 10 you, years to figure out How to finish the first one <laughs> Yeah I was going to say Do you think do you think that, that The 10 years that you spent And the like I said, the never say die attitude that you have had and you've always had uh, with this book or with anything that, that we have talked about that I knew you were involved with. Do you think that that has really taught you a lot? Um, I, I would say so. I would say mm-hmm. so because I know just with um, with Love Changes itself, it took me like five years just to track, six years just to track down the licensing on it to get everyone's permission because it was like mm-hmm. – uh, like 13 writers that I had to get permission from and to track them all down from different parts of the world. That, that, that took a lot of, um, a lot of diligence. Wow. Well, we're going to take one break, another break, and then we'll be back, uh, to, uh, speak a little bit more, uh, with my friend, Eartha Watts Hicks. 
And uh, we'll be right back after this. Follows in the tradition of Muhammad Speaks with hard-hitting national and international news and coverage of political issues. It is the official communications organ of the Nation of Islam. Founded in the 1930s as the final call to Islam, the newspaper evolved into Muhammad Speaks in the 1960s and boasted a circulation of 900,000 a week with monthly circulation of 2.5 million. Today, the Final Call newspaper serves a readership of diverse economic and educational backgrounds, including circulation in North America, Europe, Africa, and the Caribbean. Read the Final Call newspaper. You can find one of the beautifully bow-tied representatives in your community or read FinalCall.com. You are listening to The People with Moray Yahoshua. Transforming your minds while developing your spirit. Right here on the Keys 107 Network at blogtalkradio.com. We are on the Keys 107 Network at blogtalkradio.com. Listening to the people and right now we are listening to Eartha Watts Hicks, author and also publisher because this is a self-publishing book, am I correct? Yes, yes. I'm publishing it myself. And what is that process like? Ooh, okay. Uh, that process is uh, very detailed in so far as just learning everything from layout to cover design to, you know, typesetting. And it, it was a pro- I had to literally learn all the components of what it is to put a book together and to make it look comparable to something that you would see in a Barnes & Noble you know, bookstore or at the time borders. So just making sure that the quality was intact was just a, a study in and of itself of just a whole nother something. So that was it took a lot of focus just to do that. Or even and try. Where, and where where can we uh find the book? Okay, um the book can be ordered through my website, uh dot com and it should be available on Amazon dot com I was saying about a month. Wow, that's 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 really great. Um uh while we got a few minutes left and I want to ask you uh, cuz we always try uh throughout the um the 
interview with the information that you give to really encourage those that may be in the same kind of field or looking to be in that kind of field. What would you what can you in the next five minutes tell those that are young, uh, that are middle aged, that are a little older, that still want to uh pursue their dream to be an author, a writer and or a publisher? I would say, number one, connect with other writers and learn uh, how, learn the craft itself, whether it be from a book, from a workshop, going to the library, uh, listening to a book on tape, however it is that you can condition yourself to improve. Make sure you condition yourself to improve and you network with other writers and other aspiring writers because you motivate and encourage each other. And also, in addition to... Uh, I would also suggest the um, Artist Way by Julia Cameron, which is a, um, it's sort of like a, 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 a journey of creativity and just helping you to focus and, and to be true to, to your craft as well. So those are my oh, That's great. And so everything that we want to know about Love Changes, uh, what Eartha is doing, you can go again to www.earthatone.com and um, there is a email info at earthatone.com and you can ask her what you will and I do see one uh, question mark up let's see the area code is 219 do you have a question or comment for our guest uh, 219 area code I guess that's no maybe they're just listening and just press the button but that's okay um, Eartha Thank you very much yes. for being on oh, the show welcome. today. Uh, come back anytime, especially when you have that other book or the idea ready for us to listen to. I'm looking forward to it, and I know I will be in contact with you to find out what's happening with it. All righty. Thank you very and much. Thank you so much. You're very uh, welcome. No problem. That's Eartha Watts-Hicks. Again, you can catch the book, Love Changes. Just go to www.earthatone.com, and she will be happy to, I'm sure, answer any questions or give you any any advice that she can definitely give you. Up next is our guest, Trevor G., and before we bring him on, we're going to play one of his songs. In fact, this is, I believe, the single that he has out or will be coming out right now. This is called Yahweh the Way, and this is Trevor G. Righteousness, he dashed away, but I'm going, I'm going, 
African prophet Understood his way So much nice information But in ignorance many say Moshe received commandments Please don't let it decay Like everything happened for a reason Fisher of men I am today's soul hustler Find it, devil him come with misconceptions and lies. I will find it inside my heart is the flaming word like X43. I'll take flight, fulfill the mission like brother of Shaw, serving with all of my might. I'm going, I'm going, Yahweh. www.earthatone.com and um, the email is info at earthatone.com 
com and and that is a, a a good question. If you want, you can stay on the line and and maybe we can still have an answer to that even when we speak to Brother Trevor. Because Brother, you are a producer as well, aren't you? Hello, Brother Trevor. You are a producer and a yes. writer as well, as well as an artist. Am I correct? Yes, songwriter, composer, producer, sound engineer. Well, how how did it start for you? How did you begin in, I guess, music as a whole? I think um, I began from since in, like elementary school days, um, not even thinking about music, just being a poetic, you know, writing little poems, you know, to the girls and all those kind of You know? Uh-huh. And, um, into the nursery rhymes and making over nursery rhymes in our own way and you know that kind of little fun fun stuff. Uh, how did it move from that to actually, you know, getting whole songs together? I mean, like you know, getting the concept of songs. Did you go to school? Did you, uh, or did you just learn by people that were around you? Oh, I think I learned a lot from by really listening and developing an ear for. Um, Hearing songs and hearing lyrics and hearing other people put things together and like um how to put it copying first of all like mm-hmm. you hear a song and like copy it over with put in your own words and stuff and then more like in the teenagers and things mm-hmm. and um, recreating other person's song and and you know put like boxing and clean up your body and all those other things and creating mm-hmm. your own words and things like that. Did you did you did you always feel like you would want to do uh, music uh, full time or uh, as often as you as you have been doing it over the last few years? No, right. <laughs> nah, so, everything happened like just doors opening after the other. It wasn't like really planned, really. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your music. What what type of music? What kind of music? We know you're from Trinidad Tobago, uh, and more than likely, you know, I know most people are going to say that's Calypso. What is your music uh, like? <laughs> Let's hear it from you. I sometimes don't know how to put it in a in a particular category, but some people say it sounds like rap. So, um, um. But most of the times I do it from a more Caribbean point of view. Mm-hmm. So, so the actual instrumentation most times would, for me personally, if I'm doing my own um, vocals, it may come across in like a reggae, a calypso, soca, um, rap soul type, type mm-hmm. right? Also do mm-hmm. I, I write music and other people sing too. Mm-hmm. So it might come across. Soul, R and B, slow, praise, worship. Mm-hmm. There's no end or no particular which I could really put it in in one one sense, but I do have a variety of, of music and, and writing. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's listen to another song by Brother Trevor G. Uh, we just listened to uh, Yahweh the Way, uh, which is I believe that's your single right now. Uh, that has been released last year. Uh huh. And I, it's a more popular one among 
you know, amongst the Israelite and among the sheep type mm-hmm. of, uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, Right. Okay, so now the next song is looks like we're talking about love today. We had love changes. Now we're going to talk about One Love, which is uh, another right. track from, from my brother Trevor G. This is One Love. Trevor G on the mic again to the rabbi, yeah, my best friend, to all my true supporters, contributors, and prayer intercessors. Love, I have a people everywhere. What this will mean? I have a from heaven. To all my friends and them, one love. To all my family, my people over the world, one love. One love. One love. To all my friends and them, one love. To all my family, my people over the world, one love. One love. One love. A lot of people say that they love my song. Yeah, for real. Tell me they really love in the vibe. Say they can't wait for Trevor G to come on. Them in stitches or make them cry. One thing they say, I keep it real. Open scriptures, give them a decent meal. Spiritual energy, make them feel refreshed like tea made with orange peel. Never sing slackness, no way. Never promote badness, no way. No racial prejudice, no way. Love is the answer, love is the way. One love to all my friends and them. One love to all my family. One love my people over the world. One love, one love, one love. All of my Rasta friends. One love. Are true, 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 true. The heart of mankind ain't any better at all. Thousands of years and everyday mercy is new, 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 new. So shake up yourself if you know what I mean. Let your body respond cause the vibe is clean. Negative spirits they can't compete like they want to see me turn green. Show some kindness today. Show compassion today. Serve the creator today. Love is the answer. Love is the way. One love to all my friends and them. One love. To all of my family, my people over the world, one love, one love, one love. To all my Christian friends, one love, Israelite family, Muslims over the world, one love, one love. Music is not my own, I'm just a minister. I could be on a word, humbly delivering this message to you, to you. Be grateful for the part that it took to make you stronger. Yes, revelation, knowledge of how Olam coming true, coming true. Never sing slackness, never promote badness, no racial prejudice. Wait, 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 wait. Tell me how this song came about, because we 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 going to let this play again. Hold on. Trevor on the mic again, to the rabbi, yeah, my best friend, to all of my true supporters, contributors, and prayer intercessors. People everywhere. Cry, cry, cry. One thing 
they say I keep it real Open scriptures, give them a decent meal Spiritual energy, make them feel refreshed Like tea made with orange peel Never sing slackness, no way Never promote badness, no way No racial prejudice, no way Love is the answer, love is the way One love to all my friends and them One love to all my family One love my people over the world One love
most of the time when people give me soundtracks to write to sing on, I would try to get a song that would sound like if you just can't take a song away from the beat. So right, right. Right, right. Again, you know? And um, the concept of love came to me because even right now when I look at, you know, even always the right community and, 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 and look at the world and look at everything what's happening around, I see a lot of lack of love. Mm-hmm. You know, I hear a lot of talk of love, but I hardly see the demonstration of it. And um, it took me to the scriptures actually to put together some of the words. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, mm-hmm. even in the intro, it, it, it says um, um, it, it, it gives some Hebrew words there. It's, right. It's all about yeah. It's all about recognizing who is love. Actually, mm-hmm. love is really not a best word to describe even mm-hmm. what we read in the scripture when when we see that yeah, it's love. You know, I mean, love is English. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> love is mm-hmm. an English word. It really can't compare. Absolutely. But, yeah, so have a really Hebrew word that we would translate as love, and um, the concept of it came in recognizing who is the original one that created this thing, you know, mm-hmm. and um, where this expression of love is supposed to go. It's supposed to go across religious mm-hmm. barriers, across barriers, across concepts of mankind, across political barriers, everyone mm-hmm. is to recognize what love is, you know, the world would be such a different place. Right. You know, so in well, the song I incorporated a lot of different elements, talking mm-hmm. to a lot of different people, letting them know that if we would come together and recognize what love is. And as a matter of fact, love has everything to do with keeping the commandments, eh? Right, 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 right. You know? Well, love, so love has to do with right... Mm-hmm. Love has to do with righteousness yes. as a whole. I mean, if you of love, course. you know, if you love people, you're gonna be nice to people because you want to be treated right. You know, as our sister yeah. said, uh, love is an emotion and it's also an action. You know, love means what love does. So all of this, you know, is not uh, as you were saying. You know, we uh, we get the concept of where love comes from. We get the concept of where uh, or who is loved, meaning the most high, but then sometimes we have a problem in translating that to our fellow man. And and I really like that song. In fact, hold on a second. I, this is how love is the way. One love to all my friends and them. One love to all my family. One love. My people over the world. One love. One love. One love. All of my Rasta friends. One love. The kingdom family. One love. Nazarene over the world. One love. Beautiful song, beautiful song. Well, we're going to take a break right now, and we'll be back with my brother Trevor G to talk more about his project, his songs, and uh, his message. We'll be right back after this. Rafika Consultants and Services LLC is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet, now found in paperback, sporting a five-star. 
fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing at the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cuffed shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Don't forget to visit moon107.com. Brothers and sisters, I am holding in my hand a book, a children's book, as a matter of fact. Yes, I do read children's books. And this book is entitled The Fluffs Present the Alphabet. And uh, it's written by Rafika Soares. And I want you all to go to thefluffsfamily.com and check out the whole concept of the Fluffs family, and get this book to read to your children, to have them uh, have another tool so that they can learn the alphabet. It is a very good book. I have read it. I mean when I read it, I have read it. I have been spending time with the Fluff family, and they are a an interesting crew of individuals or of story individuals, we should say. But it is a good book. Sometimes we don't know what uh, to do with our children to give them uh, some morality or some morals. You know, everyone is working. Everybody is trying to make ends meet. And I think with people that are making uh, books and making children's books that will help us to keep them busy and to keep them reading because, you know, you know, reading is fundamental. You know, it's not my saying I stole it, but it is still true. And we so go to the dot com and check out the Fluff family. Tell them Moray said Moray sent you, and I'm sure they would tell you, oh, that dude from the studio. But you know, no, they won't say that. But anyway, go to the dot com and and purchase the book and read it to your children and have have some uh good wholesome things that your your children can definitely be a part of and and to learn uh some good moral values as well. If you want to talk to any of our guests, talk to me, mention something, say something, you can call 213-943-3618. That's 213-943-3618. And if you want to speak, you can press the number 1 if you want to listen. All you got to do is open your ears. So we are here with my brother, Trevor uh, Trevor G. from Trinidad and Tobago. My brother, let me ask you something. When you, yeah. uh, when you, when, well, let, let's first ask you about your project. What is the current project that you are now uh, working on? Right now I'm working on a project of, um, with various artists, um, Trevor mm-hmm. G. and various artists, entitled Run the Rhythm Lesson. Mm-hmm. Right, so this is a more like a compilation uh, album or studio production mm-hmm. featuring myself and a few other artists who have done some songs that 
um, from my production, especially. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's some other songs. Actually, it's from songs from the Messianic Reggae Rhythm that I produced last year. There was about eight or nine different artists who did songs on that rhythm. So mm-hmm. they are featured on the and then mm-hmm. there's some other songs that I did on other other rhythms. Mm-hmm. So it's actually about 14 tracks that are production. And um, we're just about almost finishing the, the um, packaging and printing and stuff and things. So it'll be out like next week or so. So, right? so it, it, is, um, one of the, yeah. is one of the songs uh, No One Above? Yes. Okay, well, that's the song no, we're going to no listen to. No one ab- right, No One Above You is by Yannick O'Neill out there in right. USA. All right, well, let's listen to No One Above. Wanna walk in your truth Delight myself in you Draw close to you
is no one above. That's Trevor G. and Danique O'Neill. Tell us, brother, how, how is it working on a various artist type of album? Because it can be, it can really be tedious or it can be uh, very simple. But how is it working with so many artists? Oh, it was cool, man. Mm. Uh, um, most of the CDs that I have done, and I have done about three or four CDs already, okay. was not done with any great pressure. Mm. Pressure was in each song, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really intended to go and do an album actually mm-hmm. I always took it song by song right and over the years I have always accumulated a number of songs over a period of time mm-hmm. and then I decided to put it together as a, a compilation an album you know, and release it for sale, you know, to the public. Right. On that level, didn't really come and say, okay, we have a team in mind, and we're going to do an album, and we're going to do the songs for that, and we're going to look at the artists for that. It was never like that. Mm-hmm. It was always like, you know, what, you have, what I have into a production. Right, right. Well, a good production it is. I mean, the songs that I've heard. And let me just tell the audience that if you want to hear more of my brother Trevor G, you can go to ReverbNation.com forward slash Trevor, a.k.a. The Soul Hustler. And we're going to get into that name in one minute. But first, let's go to the phone lines. We have someone from the 989 area code. Do you have a question or comment uh, for my brother, Trevor G? Hey, Shalom Moray. How are you? This is Adria Jalia. Hey, how you doing? I am fantastic. All is well. I just wanted to let Trevor know that that joint was hot. That was awesome. Which one? One Love or the yes. No One Above? The one, oh, one Love. Yeah, that, yeah. I'm going to be playing that forever now. Bo- both of them were hot. I mean, just a great, great sound, great vibe, and, of course, a great message. Great. Thank you. Well, I guess he needs to say thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shalom. You know, when you have, when you do have good, uh, a, a good production, meaning quality, uh, music and I don't think there's any way that uh, I know my brother J.R. Strong was talking about on his show earlier. You cannot have there's nothing like uh, real musicians or people that really know how to play because you can't fake the funk on Calypso music. Either it's there or either it's there or it's not. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that, that, again, I listen to music almost every day, and, of course, I produce it as well. And, and you know, I, I really like the feel and the vibe, and, of course, you know, I go with the message as well. And, and we need a positive message, message, not a religious message, but a positive message, and your songs definitely have that vibe and have that feel to it. Is there anything else, my sister, that you want to say or comment on? Oh, no, I just wanted to say the show was great. I really enjoyed it. This is my first time tuning in, so it was, it was awesome. And, again, to Trevor, your music is really good. Um, I just want to encourage you to just keep it up. Because, again, we need that type of message out there. So thank you. You're very welcome. And please, 
don't let this be your last time uh, call, uh, calling or being on, on the show or listening to the show. Tell your friends, tell your neighbor, tell your mother, tell your father, tell your sister, tell everybody. Not only to listen to listen to the music, listen to the music. Oh, maybe that's the new show. Oh, not <laughs> don't only have them listen to the people broadcast, but have them come and listen at the Keys 107 on Block Talk Radio and listen to all the shows. And I'm sure they will find a lot of other shows that will uh, definitely give them a good positive message and keep them uh, in a positive frame of mind. Right now, we're going to listen to another song by Trevor G. This song is entitled The Scriptures, another one of my favorites, and we'll be right back after this song. For a good reason, we don't bother with the season. We do this for a reason. Really don't care about them season. Come to tell them what is the reason. Bring the scripture yeah. in every season. Scripture, yeah. we for a reason. Scripture. Yeah. By the mouth of his word, everything was done. He is Ikad, yes, he is one. But hear what happened to man, coming in the long run. Like he lost his marbles and started to worship his son. And him rather than his mother, pagan invasion. Just like Melchizedek, order we say fire burning. Fire crush chapter 20, the city. And I will destroy your high places and cut down your sun pillars. And cast your carcasses upon the carcasses of your idols. And my soul shall come you. Bring this scripture in every season. This scripture read for a reason. This scripture in every season. This scripture read for a reason. Learn not the ways of the nation. Not dismayed at the signs of heaven. In vain they continue with Babylon customs. One, two, three cutters and blind whirlians. The axe is laid and the heat is on. Hebrew rooted hallelujah for wisdom. Silver and gold spraying like a water gun. They say when you're in Rome, dance like a Roman. But I don't bother with season. I'm doing this for a reason. Really don't care about them season. For a good reason, we don't bother with the season. We do this for a reason. Really don't care about them season. Come to tell them what is the reason. Bring this script, yeah. That is the scriptures by my brother, Trevor G. I think y'all heard me just laugh a few minutes ago because of some of the lyrics that I heard. There, That was deep. Oh, that was deep. Some people probably don't even know what you're talking about. But let's get to the name, The Soul Hustler. How did you t- take that name or tag that name or decide to use that name for yourself? All right. 
you know, it, it's amazing how things stuck on you, you know? Mm. Like, you're walking in, in the streets and, like, dust from nowhere just come and fly and stick on you. This, this, this name for this title of school was like, I don't know if it's by accident or, or what. There's another brother in Trinidad here called Jay Reed. We grew up together from school days, you know, even into different aspects of the faith together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, we were working on this song a number of years ago. Actually, it was from a rhythm from another brother in Trinidad here, he had a rhythm and we did a song. And while we were writing this song, we were getting a theme for the song, and then the name of the song ended up becoming Soul Hustler. <laughs> mm. Mm. And um, that's where it started, actually. And the whole message of the song was about hustling souls and, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, you know, the, name, the name matches the music. It matches the message. It really, it really does, because you know we know calypso music. It gets into your soul anyway, along with reggae music and everything else. And then you know, hey, how how, how they say it, you done know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I think. Uh huh. Yes. After we 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 after we did that song, the name kind of, I was kind of like inspired to keep that name for myself actually, mm-hmm. and um, I later on went on to do a production. Called Soul Hustlers. Right. Actually, the name of the, name of the city was Shamaji and the Righteous uh-huh. Rebels Youth Group and Ministry, Soul uh-huh. Hustlers. So, Soul right. Hustlers was the name of that album. Uh-huh. And then there's a lot of elements with that name, Soul Hustlers, because we didn't just come up with that name too. There's a lot uh-huh. of elements where soul, in the sense of the life of what we do, in the sense of the elements of the music that we do, whether if it be rap, whether if it be Caribbean or what. And then the hustling part is like a common word that you would, over the last few years, you would hear everybody talking about hustling, hustling, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we were looking at it from a positive view. We were looking at it hustling in the sense of reaching out and, and redeeming the hearts of men, you know, unto salvation. Right, so that's right. the whole idea of soul hustlers. Wow, well, I guess. As much as it is reality, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess. Real and it's Okay, it's the echo. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So there's different elements to the name in terms of the in terms of spiritual and in terms of natural. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of thought that and a lot of influence that goes into it, and a lot of positivity that goes into it. Uh, oh, went into that name, and I can tell. Um, let's go back to the lines real quick. We got a few minutes left. Uh, I believe this is a different caller. Nate, yeah, nine eight zero area code. Do you have a question or comment for our brother? Nine eight yes, zero. It's not a question. Oh, yes. you're just listening. Are you just yes, listening? I'm still listening. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm listening, but I'm also wanting to make a statement. Okay. And this is uh, Deb Israel. I told Brother Trevor that I would be checking him out online on the um, talk show. And I definitely want to get in and let him know that we love him and we want to definitely uh, acknowledge the fact that he is a true brother and he's living according to those scriptures. So it was most definitely important for me to call in and kind of like touch base with him because we do 
you know, chat every now and then. But, um, Trevor, I just wanted to let you know that I, you know I'm almost your number one supporter, if not. So <laughs> that is what I wanted to call in about today. But thank you very much, Ema. Thank you very much. And I'm sure Trevor really uh, does appreciate uh, uh, all the warm love that he gets. And that's what it's about, supporting our brothers and our sisters with our words, with our, uh, you know, uh, presence, and, and uh, of course, on Facebook with our postings and our messages. So, Trevor, in the last couple of minutes or seconds that we have with you, can you give us some positive feedback, f- positive remarks as as we talk to the young people that are out there, those who are aspiring musicians, those in Trinidad and Tobago, those in uh, all the other parts of the country that will not only, that are not only listening to it now, but that will listen to it at a later time. What kind of advice do you have for them in their aspirations as well as just in living this life at this point in time in history? Okay, well, I can say that there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to gain in all that we do. Even when I started actually playing music, I actually started playing music with a cultural band, and it was music secular for the world. But in that, you know, it's like that was my gifting, you know, and it didn't stop there because although I enjoyed it and I understood now that that music could be used in a greater sense to give mm-hmm. glory unto the one who created music, mm-hmm. you know. And I think a lot of us sometimes, many times, people use the given gift for a purpose, really what it was intended to do. Mm-hmm. And though they may get great care and great satisfaction in what they do, when you look at it from another perspective, from a higher perspective of, of, of righteousness and of faith, mm-hmm. you understand that what they're really doing with that gift is really useless. So I want to encourage people with the gift that they have to continue, but also to press higher and mm-hmm. higher purpose for this gift that they have in right Reverbnation.com 
Trevor, a.k.a. The Soul Hustler, and you will hear some other music uh, that is definitely going to feed your soul. You can listen to this program or tell your friends to listen to this program by coming back to the Keys 107 Network and um, going into the archives. But guess what? Just don't listen to listening to the people. Listen to the other broadcasts that we have in the archives and listen to the other broadcasts that we have going on. And if you want to know what we got going on, you can go to uh, the Keys 107 Network Dot com. That's the Keys107Network.com. I want to thank you again for being a part of the program. Next week we're going to have a different kind of format and a couple more people that are going to be bringing us the news of the day, the news of the evening, news of the month, and uh, it's going to be a good time for all of us. And once again, I want to thank you for being a part of the broadcast, and may the love of the Most High be with you always. And he cried with a great voice, Babylon the Great has fallen, has fallen, and has become a habitation for devils, and a prison for all unclean and hateful spirits. The system, the system, the system, the system, burn down Babylon system. The system, the system, the system, the system, burn down Babylon system. The system, the system, the system, the system, burn down Babylon system. The system corruption each and every day Righteous people we now play Nothing but set a face Babylon infiltrates like sun rays Who they want to bring down the ancient of days I'm amazed How people get caught up in a craze And walking up Babylon in all other ways Give praise No they never never give praise For sake Messiah And be that they get a blaze Give up on him and a turn in a slave Babylon go burn so behave the system, the system, the system, the system, burn down Babylon system. The system, the system, the system, burn down Babylon system. 